0: The Bill Myers Show podcast is sponsored by Clouser Drilling. They've been leading the way in Southern Oregon well drilling for over 50 years. Find out more about them at clouserdrilling.com. A few weeks ago, I had uh, Daniel R. Street on, and been way too long, so I wanted to get back together and catch up on uh, fake news that he's always blowing up and, uh, and talk about some other things, too, especially when it involves uh, former President Trump's legal Issues that he's been uh, dealing with, especially yesterday in the courts, that announcement was made. Daniel R. Street is an attorney, a legal analyst, and author of Daniel R. Street's Fake News Exposed on Substack. You can uh, certainly uh, get that. Daniel, welcome back to the show. Good having you on.
1: Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm
0: yeah. glad to be here. Yeah, the other thing I was going to mention is that uh, on your main website, DanielRstreet.com, danielrstreet.com, you can actually get a copy of Fake News Exposed the uh, kindle or ebook and uh, there's also a link to the paperback on uh, amazon what is that book uh you know uh, now i i can kind of figure out you know where it's going but uh, what is what is the main purpose of it what are some of the stories that you end up blowing up and and going through that fake 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 but yet it was presented to you as truth for all these years what do you say
1: sure uh my most recent book covers uh 25 separate chapters about a dozen chapters about covid misinformation for- Personally, everything the American people have been told about the coronavirus is misinformation, and it covers that. It covers uh, some chapters about immigration. There's chapters about misinformation directed at uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. If you remember the Martha's Vineyard uh, migrant Mm flight and the Don't Say Gay uh, law that the Florida legislature passed. So that book covers everything from uh, media misinformation about COVID to immigration to gun control. It goes way beyond Trump. There are a few Trump chapters in the book as well.
0: Well, a lot of fake news uh, came out of the uh, Trump attack era. Well, of course, well, the Trump attack era is actually still going on. And I, I wanted to uh, to get your take as an attorney. And what type of uh, law did you practice? I just want to be clear before we uh, move on and start talking. Where did you go?
1: Yeah, I practiced, uh, I've, I've got 27 years of practice of civil law in state and federal court. But primarily, uh, I handle civil litigation and injury claims.
0: Okay, very good. Um uh, what do you think about the appeals court ruling from yesterday that former president Trump is not immune in the 2020 election interference case? I was under the impression that there was a pretty strong constitutional basis for what uh, president Trump was claiming and but I'm not a I'm not a legal guy. I was wondering maybe you could help us understand this story more. Sure, the
1: there are two grounds upon which President Trump uh, moved to dismiss uh, the D.C. indictment that in, in, with respect to what was ruled on by the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals uh, yesterday. And uh, it pertains to presidential immunity, as you described, and also a uh, double jeopardy slash impeachment clause claim. So the presidential immunity claim uh, but first of all, both of those claims are, are issues of first impression, which means no court of appeal in the history of this country had ever ruled on those. Really? So that's correct. So, uh, And that's because no president's ever been indicted before. So um, the thing about it is uh, Congress has uh, immunity. For Congress people, both House members and senators, have immunity for acts taken uh, in their connection with their official duties. The judiciary, the federal judiciary, has a very robust immunity. State uh, judicial actors do as well, and uh, President Trump and his legal team thought the president should as well. Uh, I think they're right. The D.C. Circuit disagreed. Hmm. Um, that's not really a surprise. To the three members of the panel, were have been on the court for about eighteen months, and they're Biden appointees. And they're so,
0: uh, so you're thinking that there's uh, a. Are you then implying then that there is more likely a political bias involved in this decision rather than? an actual reading of the law? Would you go that far as to say that or
1: believe it? Well, yes, yes, I would, and I'll tell you why. Not because of the, the resolution on the merits. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Different judges could reach a different conclusion, uh, although I can assure you that uh, two of the judges anyway would have reached a different conclusion if Barack Obama was the defendant raising the, this issue, But in my opinion. But the way the court handled the mandate tells us, in my opinion again, that this was a political decision, and let me explain that. Uh, federal courts of appeal issue what's called a mandate after their opinion, and that's an order that tells the district court what it has to do. Okay, ordinarily under the federal rules of appellate procedure, the mandate does not issue until seven days after the time for filing for rehearing is expired or seven days after the court rules on a re- rehearing application. So, what that is, is a party, the parties have the opportunity under appellate procedure to ask the Court of Appeal to say, hey, take another look, look at this, you were wrong, or to ask the entire Court of Appeal to rule on it. That's called rehearing en banc.
0: So is this just with a handful of judges rather than en banc? En banc's the whole, the whole crew, right? that That's
1: correct. Yeah, this was a three-judge panel.
0: Three-judge panel. Oh, and okay. It,
1: yeah, and they issue what's called a procurium. A procurium just means it's Latin for the court. It means no particular judge signed the... Uh, The opinion under his or her name. Mm. And procuriums are usually used for non-controversial matters. So that's another indicator. But but on the mandate, they deviated from the general rule provided by Rule 41 of the Federal Rules of Appellate Procedure and only gave President Trump six days to um, apply for a stay or the mandate will issue. And the reason that's a trick bag for President Trump is he can go to the Supreme Court and ask for a stay, but the su- Supreme Court rules, Rule 23.3, uh, state that a stay will not ordinarily be entertained in the Supreme Court unless you first ask in the lower court, and they're, they're, uh, unless there's exceptional circumstances. So
0: Now, uh, if you don't mind me interjecting here, uh, Daniel – is, does this mean, then, that with only six days to be able to then ask for the stay, is that not enough time? Because in other words, it's like, yeah, you can do this, but it's next to impossible to do it. Is that what you're what you were getting at?
1: Well, no, it's not that it's impossible. It's, it's that uh, what they're trying to do is two things. Fast-track the trial to, to get the case back to the D.C. circuit. See, the D.C. district court can't do anything with the case because of this appeal. Oh. When the mandate issues, the court, the district court will be able to put the case back on the trial docket. So that's the purpose behind that. And to give put President Trump in the circumstance where he has the least likelihood of getting a stay out of the Supreme Court. So that's the practical effect of what the Court of Appeal has done. And that's the best evidence I can point anyone to that it's political gamesmanship. And I would characterize it as nothing else but political gamesmanship of the D.C. circuit.
0: Kind of scary the way courts uh, play with people's lives like this, wouldn't you agree?
1: Well, no doubt about it. And I'll tell you another thing. It's, it's scary the people we put on the federal bench. You know, one of the judges on this uh, this panel, uh, Judge Pan, her husband's a, a lifelong Democrat activist named Max Steyer, who literally is going all over the country saying that President Trump's a threat to democracy. And, uh, I mean, You know, you've got the left complaining about uh, Justice Thomas because his wife is a conservative. She's nowhere near the activist that Max Steyer is, and you don't hear a peep out of anybody in in, uh, legacy media saying Judge Pan shouldn't be on this case.
0: Yeah. And, of course, uh, he's such – speaking of former President Trump, he's such a threat to democracy – that uh, the people who are always talking about protecting our democracy need to remove him from our democracy (laughs) in in one of the most undemocratic uh, kind of moves I've ever seen in my entire life. And the one thing we will say, though, uh, about President Trump is that he's incredibly persistent. Has he been fighting these uh, injustices uh, smartly, in your view? Has he had good legal help in your evaluation of what's been going on?
1: Well, that's a good question in in some respects, absolutely he's had he's got some fantastic lawyers. in other respects, uh, sometimes his legal teams uh, leave you scratching your head. I think
0: you know the, the well give me an example okay. of uh, let me give give me an example of a strategy you saw the Trump team take that you as an attorney said, what did they do that uh, huh? It had you scratching your head. I'd love to hear, you know, what what went went wrong. I'd like to hear the good stuff, too, but, you know, what went wrong, because that may help us understand it, too.
1: Well, I'll give you a perfect for instance of that. The the E. Jean Carroll suit, uh, E. Jean Carroll has filed two suits, one in 2019 over defamation and one in 22 over defamation and the alleged sexual assault. That's because she she couldn't file the sex claim initially because it was timed out and the, the new york legislature passed a reviving statute to give her 12 months
0: and that that wasn't po- that now that wasn't political of course we'll just change the laws to bring to revive the lawsuit right okay yeah
1: that's right that's right her original defamation suit was filed in uh, new york state court it was in new york state court for about a year before the united states department of justice removed it to federal court they removed it to federal court claiming that uh president trump had made those sta- made the statements that he made that she alleged were defamatory. In the course of his duties as president, so the U.S. would have to be substituted as a defendant under the Federal Tort Claims Act. All right, so that, that defense wasn't raised for a year. Mm. And then President Trump's legal team never raised presidential immunity until even after that, so that the Court of Appeal ruled that they waived presidential immunity by litigating the case for about a year and a half without raising the defense. So those are a couple of illustrations where I was just kind of scratching my head about why didn't this come to the forefront a lot quicker? Mm. Um, that being said, I think that uh, you know President Trump has so many legal battles going on all over the country. He has multiple legal teams, and uh, you know you can't you can't always get the people that are Johnny on the spot that know everything about these issues. And uh, somebody just missed a couple of good defenses.
0: Yeah. I guess this is uh, the attempt uh, from the Democrats, uh, the other side of the uh, aisle, to just death by a thousand cuts legally, right? Is that kind of the plan uh, as you see it?
1: Absolutely, no doubt. You know, President Trump and his legal teams have been fighting uh, efforts, for instance, to disqualify him from the ballot under the 14th Amendment. And I dare say every state in the country, I, the last survey I did of it, I, there might be a few states where the challenges haven't been filed. But um, you know he's he's fighting everywhere in multiple jurisdictions.
0: Who, well, Energizer Bunny, if Energizer Bunny Trump, if anyone can probably uh, prevail in spite of this, it might be him. What do you think? What is your overall evaluation? Are do you do you think we're going to see him pulled off the ballot in your legal opinion after you're looking at all these uh, these cases? No. OK,
1: no. Um, yeah. The the uh, Colorado Supreme Court disqualified him, as I'm sure you're aware. But the United States Supreme Court granted a the writ that President Trump uh, filed his President Trump's team filed the uh, for review of the Supreme Court. and The Supreme Court granted the writ in 48 hours instead of for argument. The argument is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, the, 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 the message there is keep in mind, according to studies, about seventy one to seventy two percent of all writ grants at the Supreme Court result in a reversal. So if you were a betting person, if you bet it if you bet on reversal, you'd be you'd win most of the time. Right. But the way the Supreme Court did this, they they've going to correct this uh, ruling and probably do it expeditiously and that'll be the end of all that disqualification nonsense.
0: So that'll all be shut down in all the fifty states. All fifty That's states. Correct. Or if I were Barack That's Obama, correct. what, fifty six or fifty seven states? I forget the count. But, uh... <laughs> That's Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Well, that's good news. Now, can now the D.C. court though? The problem with the D.C. court case is that that's a criminal indictment, right? This is a criminal indictment that they're trying to. Is is that a more dangerous case, or might it be even the uh, the documents, the Marilago documents case? If you were a betting man, which of the two are more dangerous, or maybe they're both equally? Yeah,
1: that's that's a fantastic question. I, I personally, in my my assessment. Um, I don't believe President Trump has very much uh, actual criminal exposure in either one of those cases. Okay. The yeah the and, and now look that's just my opinion. I could be proven wrong. I know some some commentators who disagree with that vociferously. But the the D.C. indictment in particular, um, two of those counts are uh, that, that's the obstruction of official proceeding counts. There's four counts against President Trump in the D.C. indictment. Two are that obstruction of official proceeding. Those on another case against another J6 defendant are already at the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court, in all probability, is going to reverse that that misuse of those statutes, which will gut the uh, indictment against President Trump in D.C. And the other two counts against President Trump in D.C. are, I'll be polite and call them strained massage misuses of the statutes he's charged under. Yeah. So he will ultimately be cleared of all of that. In my opinion, Um, the the Florida case is a little tougher to manage because of all of the or tougher to evaluate because of the classified documents. And so much is going on right now is under seal because of the classified information procedure act. So um, but I can tell you from the tenor of what we're hearing from the federal judge there, things aren't going well for the prosecution on most of what they're wanting done. So I think ultimately President Trump's going to come out in good shape there, and plus he'll have a reasonable judge and have a reasonable jury pool to 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 uh, be seated. So he's going to be in good shape there. Uh, the Georgia case is just ludicrous. The the one that really concerns me the most, insofar as actually getting to trial, is the Manhattan DA's prosecution. But I think ultimately that's uh, really going to go nowhere either. So I think he's in pretty good shape on all that. Now, I think all of it's being done for election interference, in my opinion, but one caveat, um, you know, that's just my opinion. And ultimately um, one, one thing that the judiciary has proved in this country is they will go to great length to, or at least some of them will to twist and contort themselves to help the Democrats politically.
0: Oh, I've never seen anything like this in my lifetime, Daniel. That's why I, I wanted to get uh, your opinion of this as an attorney. That's why I am asking for kind of like the the, the legal view. I mean, there is the political view, but then there is the legal view. But uh, man, I got to tell ya, uh, you, you want to talk about uh, destroying trust in the institutions when uh, you no longer uh, see lady lady justice as as blind, but being held down and strangled with one hand and being stabbed with the other, <laughs> you know, by the uh, you know that's kind of where I, we find ourselves right now. Kind of a dangerous time, but. I'm glad to get your uh, your analysis on this, Daniel R. Street, with me once again. And uh, Daniel R. Street, Fake News Exposed, is his Substack. There's a lot going on over there, and his main website is Daniel R. And you can get a free e copy, either a Kindle or an ebook copy, of Fake News Exposed. Or will also get you you can get the paperback at uh, Amazon too. Uh, talking about 25 of the worst media lies about conservatives, guns, COVID, and uh, everything else and we will have you back. Thank you for uh, giving us a legal look at this story this morning. Thank you so much Daniel. Take care. Thank you. It is 7:29 uh, at KMED, KCMD. All the information by the way for a guest I talked to I put up on uh, Bill Meyer on com rather. com on the Bill Meyer show blog. It is 7:30.
2: It's okay to ask for a little advice at Freddy's
0: Diner.
3: Are you ready to order?
4: Ooh, always a tough call. Mm, Burgers, sandwiches, melts, fried chicken, smoked brisket. The daily special looks good, too. Any suggestions?
3: Well, we have seafood, too. Our hand-dipped fish and chips
5: is pretty hard to beat. (laughs) Sounds good. There's something for everyone at Freddy's Diner in Old Town, Eagle Point. Open 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day for lunch and dinner. The promise I made to my grandmother 20 years ago to create a place that feels like home with great food and caring people and a really nice yard continues today in Medford. The Springs Living was a dream that was created for my family and we're still here today to make life just a little bit easier for yours.
4: The Springs at Anna Maria in
5: Medford. Call 541-774-1822.
3: The much anticipated Wipe Out Hunger event is back. Bring in 40 ounces or more of peanut sun, soy, or almond butter, and 10 ounces or more of jelly to Kelly's Automotive Service in Grands Pastor Medford, and we'll exchange that for a pair of wiper blades installed on your car valued up to $35. This is a great deal for you and the hungry of Southern Oregon. Wipe Out Hunger runs from January 15th until February 16th. Kelly's Automotive Service where we service your vehicle, but take care of you and Wipe Out Hunger. If your garage or overhead shop door needs service or repair, please consider American Industrial Door. They have experienced and professional technicians with a fleet of trucks that can repair and service any door or opener. And if you need advice or just have a question about your door, just give them a call or stop by either showroom. They've been your garage door experts in Southern Oregon for nearly 40 years. American Industrial Door on Crater Lake Avenue north of Vilas Road and on Union Avenue in Grants Pass.
4: One of each, soul, VIN 909407, MSRP 21, 3500, due, Sportage Vin, 69157, MSRP 3390, 4399, due, 10K miles per year, zero security deposit, all incentives and discounts to dealer, plus tax, title, license, 150, registration, processing, fee, trading in a vehicle will not eliminate your debt, naked, equity, applied to new loan balance, ends two twenty nine twenty four With brand new Kia starting at 149 a month, it's time to get more in 24 at Kia Medford. More savings, more selection, more for your trade. Rush in now. Get a new 2024 Kia Soul LX Automatic, just $1. 49 a month lease for a new 2024 kia sportage lx all-wheel drive only 199 a month lease both for 24 months ready to get out of your current lease or loan once we make a deal we'll pay off your trade no matter how much you owe need credit go to kiamedford.com to get free approved in less than 30 seconds with no effect on your credit score get more in 24 with souls 149 a month sportages 199 a month at kia medford click kiamedford.com 106.3
5: one oh six three KMED, ninety-nine three K C M D. And this is the Bill Myers Show.
0: Seven thirty three. Dave, you've been holding on. Love to get your thought. You heard that talk with Daniel Street, an attorney, and he's we are kind of you know noodling through the various legal suits and trying to find out, you know, what's serious and maybe what is uh, totally ridiculous within the Trump world, you know, so to speak. What were you thinking?
3: Well, look, I'm not a lawyer, thankfully, <laughs> Um, but uh, look, I don't. You don't. I think you have to be to look at any of this uh, on its face and just see that it's, it really is just a bunch of nonsense and election interfering. My bigger point is, is we have to fight this now, all of us. We have to stand up and fight it now because there's really nobody out there with the fortitude of Donald Trump who's going to do that, who's going to fight this and get through and, and 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 seek to accomplish the things that he's been telling us about for years. You know, this uniparty swamp. That that cares nothing but about nothing but their power, you know, retaining their power, and they'll screw our, uh, us over our rights, our freedoms, everything to get there.
0: Yeah, and and people like you and me and yeah, and, and, and the for, and by the way, uh, uh, Dave, people like you and me and the folks who are listening, they don't have the resources, the wealth of resources that the uh, former President Trump is able to have right now, you know, and to be able well, to fight no, it.
3: And if we just, if we don't, Bill then We end up with Nikki Haley, which is John McCain, which is Bob Dole, which is Mitt Romney. And you know, we just go backwards. I think the most pathetic thing
0: I. Uh, what is McConnell. that, Dave? Dave, your phone is uh, cutting up. You said the most pathetic thing. I want to hear your thought, then we'll uh, wrap. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, it's McConnell on this border thing. It's just horrible. It's
0: horrible. Yeah. Weeks and weeks of se- weeks and weeks of secret negotiation to come up with something which would actually codify, and uh, well, we can do something about the border once it hits uh, more than five thousand per day, and then eight thousand in any one day. And, uh, yeah, oh my gosh, dead on arrival, dead on arrival, my friend. Thanks for the call. All right, seven thirty-five at KMED KCMD. State Senator Linthicum will be joining us live from the session in the Marble Nuthouse. We'll do that next. Stephen Westfall Roofing, Inc. Southern Oregon's roofing experts want to serve you.
5: This family-owned and operated team of experts would love to help you feel safe with a long-lasting roof over your head. From estimate to install, you'll be amazed with the workmanship this team provides. New construction, re-roofing, Tile, metal, composition, skylights, and tunnels. Westfall makes it happen. Stephen Westfall Roofing Inc. gets it done. No more leaking. No more squeaking. Safe and secure. That's the Westfall way. Call today. CCB number two three zero eight zero four. Happy New Year from everyone at Good Guys Guns. This month, all in-stock Glocks are twenty
0: dollars. Hi, Senator. I'm doing really well. Looking forward to the talk and uh, talk about all the, uh, the wonderful bills in the world of wonders. I'll be with you in about three. Thanks. Guns.
4: Good guy's guns.
0: KMED, KCMD News, sponsored by Millette Construction, specializing in foundation repair and replacement. Get on solid ground by visiting MilletteConstruction.com.
2: Good morning, I'm Marcus Veal with your NBC5 Morning News Update. A manager of a Grants Pass Taco Bell was attacked by an angry customer on Saturday. Grants Pass Lieutenant Jeff Hattersley says units responded around 1.20 in the morning to the Taco Bell located at 1670 Allen Creek Road. According to Hattersley, the Taco Bell manager was punched in the face by 24-year-old Trevor Odin, who was a passenger to a DoorDash delivery driver. Odin was charged with physical harassment and taken to the Josephine County Jail. This morning, the 2024 Natural Hazard Mitigation Plan will be presented to the Jackson County Board of Commissioners for final adoption. The last plan was adopted and approved by FEMA back in 2018. The county updates its NHMP every five years and it just finished the most recent updates this past December. It's important to note that this is not for emergency funding or post-disaster recovery. This is specific to mitigation and is meant to be used for preparedness to lessen the impact of a disaster. Once adopted by the Board of Commissioners, it will be sent back to FEMA for final approval to be active for the next five years. To see the full 2024 NHMP draft, visit the Emergency Management page on the Jackson County website. Ashland Severe Weather Overnight Shelter will be open tonight through Friday. The shelter, located at 2200 Ashland Street, will be open each night from 5 in the evening until 9 the following morning. Doors open at 10 p.m. and space is limited. For MC5 News, I'm Marcus Veal.
5: This hour of the Bill Meyer Show is proudly sponsored by Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros and Full Service Auto Repair. Hi, it's Jolene at Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros. If you're wondering about the condition of your tires, stop in and we'll check your tread level and give you an honest assessment on where and your ability to navigate wet, slick roads. And if you need new tires, Phoenix Auto Center has a great selection of top brands like General, Hercules, Cooper, Continental, Falcon, Mastercraft, B.F. Goodrich, and more. For the best tire prices and service, see your local family-owned Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros on Maine in Phoenix. If you're remodeling your house, start with the foundation. Millette Construction offers a no-pressure, thorough inspection of your home's foundation and a no-obligation estimate if your house needs work. The foundation is most important because all of the repairs and upgrades you're planning from the floors, windows, doors, cabinets, even the roof, can be affected if your foundation is unstable. Be sure you're on solid ground. Millette Construction will level your house and correct the shifting soil problem. Visit MilletteConstruction.com. Hi, this is Ken. Heart disease is the number one cause of death among older adults, but here at Prestige Senior Living Arbor Place, we take the health and wellness of our residents to heart. We're offering a free
0: guide on heart health for older adults on our website at PrestigeCanHelp.com. It includes information on common heart health risks and tips on how nutrition, fitness, sleep, and stress management can promote a healthy heart. Visit PrestigeCanHelp.com to download the guide. Again, that's PrestigeCanHelp.com. See you soon. Hi, I'm Randy with Diner 62 and I'm on KMD and KCMD. 7:40 and State Senator Dennis Lithicum rejoins us from the Marble Nut House this time around. And uh, Senator, welcome back. Good morning. How is it treating you so far?
6: Good morning. Uh, it, it's treating us okay. Uh there there's just so much on the table and uh and the real problem we face with our, our culture actually across the nation faces this in every Precinct in every jurisdiction, every city and county we we face this area. it's a little bit like um, you were talking with Eric Peters this morning about uh, you know the glitz and the shine and whatever. So the government enterprise has turned into a marketing scheme. And as long as you can, you know, present the marketing plan, as long as you can show the shiny object and you'll get people to buy the object, i.e. with their vote, you can sell it. Now, the object doesn't have to do what you promised it'll do. It doesn't even have to be able to pull, uh, you know, the the canoe down the road. It, all you have to do is get people to think it can po pull the boat down the road well
0: you can look at uh all you have to do is just look at uh, some of the votes that have occurred here within the state of oregon under the guise of democracy you know that kind of thing uh measure measure 110 people voted for measure 110 because they actually believed the canard that the state was going to get everybody treated and that we're going to legalize drugs this is a george soros pushed bill right george soros Mm -hmm. pushed bill and they bought it they bought it. it and you know? the
6: legalization was partly because it's such a medic medicinally important uh, product. And mm-hmm. um, then and there's no sense in putting people in jail simply because they were trying to stop their back pain. You know, it's no different than uh, aspirin or Tylenol. And then then at the time, there were 468 medical dispensaries. That all applied to get their license, and today there's not a single medical dispensary in the state of Oregon. And you huh. have to ask yourself where they all go, and where they all went to is the green painted, um, you know, m- m- caddyshacks that are up and down the highway, all over this the your city and my city, and you know the the freeway headed north. The I uh, five corridor is packed and city main streets are packed with people selling recreational marijuana. It's got no medicinal value, and that was a canard. That was a story. That was the spray paint, the makeup, the lipstick on the pig. And now, unfortunately, we've got the pig rooting around in our living room.
0: Yeah. I wanted to ask you here about uh, some bills. Which uh, committees are you on, by the way?
6: Uh, I'm on Judiciary, which has a whole boatload of crazy ideas coming into it, Um, and then uh, the Veterans Committee and uh, Emergency Management.
0: The reason I asked you is that uh, Senate Bill 1503, that's the attack on gun rights via the Oregon Health Authority. Uh, That's uh, in uh, Judiciary, so you're on that. You're on that committee, right?
6: That's right. That'll be tomorrow, I believe.
0: Um, it, it's was it moved because Starrett said yesterday that the uh, hearing is actually today.
6: Oh, oh, so yeah, uh, yeah. So it's it's moved several times. Oh, you know, It, came, okay. it was yesterday, and, and so it must be today now. And they keep moving it around, um, and it, it'll it'll just be the same canard, you know that guns kill people and people think about killing themselves and what what we what we avoid in all these conversations is what why is our culture so uh, despondent why are kids so depressed why is it they feel like there's nothing to live for in but
0: how well, could it be that there's actually something to be depressed about in the state of oregon you know, it does. The uh, does the, the state legislature seems to be really interested in in having guns taken away from people because, you know, that's the one form of suicide that I think that the state legislature is not real happy about. Isn't that weird? You no. Know? Uh,
6: well, yeah, it, it, this is this is such a big problem. Uh, and and the, again, this is a marketing scam. The, the Democrat Party will continue to market that they care. And it turns out they don't really they're they're the ones causing most of the problems that we see. We we legalize drugs and we um, tell tell little children five to six, eight years old that they could be born in the wrong body and they might be a little boy and a little girl. Yeah, it,
0: And your penis is a birth defect. I saw that story. I don't know if you, uh, you know heard that one. You know, <laughs> Yeah,
6: you know, and so th- this is just uh, unfathomable who in the world, you know, in the last 10 minutes, all of a sudden, you know, thought that it would be OK to teach young children this kind of canard and have them grow up to be of sound mind uh, and uh, a healthy state of being.
0: Well, let me let me ask you then, Senator, Senator, say Senator Lymphicum with me. You think this is a. Um... You know, the one thing that I liked about what Eric is, is talking about is that obviously the Titanic EV, the EV Titanic is sinking now because reality became aware and you couldn't hide, you couldn't lie about it any longer. It just got to the point where, you know, the lies were so big they could no longer be hidden. Is there a possibility between the transgenderism and the attack on guns and all the rest of it that the lies about this are Getting too big to hide any longer, and that, and and this is why the Democrats are working so hard to get all these rules, all these laws, you know, passed at this point because they know, they know they're lying. It's kind of like the old Solzhenitsyn thing: they lie, we know they're lying, they know that we know that they're lying, et cetera, et cetera. But they want to get this all in, and then uh, if you if you hold them off a little while longer. People like wake up from a they wake up from their marijuana psychosis, you know, and realize that yeah, they have been lying to us all along.
6: Well, that's that's one of the best things we can argue for is truth. Look at if truth isn't on the table, you and I, you know, I I can't even uh, convince you to buy uh, the old rocking chair at the garage sale because you 're lying to me about something, and i 'm lying to you about the same something, and we can never come to um, an agreement we can never negotiate because we both know each other 's lying and we don 't trust each other, and we have disdain for each other in the marketplace and so that this This is the cultural tragedy exploding right here in front of us across Oregon. Is and it's fostered by the postmodern education philosophy that says there is no such thing as objective truth. So, what that's done is it's taken truth off the table. And so, now when you talk about global warming or transgender or uh, no bail, you know, crime free streets or whatever, you're lying. And I'm arguing for something I can point to as an objective fact. No, without rules you get chaos, and without um, and without people growing up sound in mind, body, and soul, they, they they are distraught and want to destroy themselves or others around them, and. And so we're talking about truth. Everybody thinks we're talking about the legal system, but we're not talking about the legal system. We're talking about a metaphysical reality. Is there such a thing as truth? And the truth is, you were made as a man. I was made as a man. Our respective wives were made as women. And we have we have profited from that relationship. We have children. We have families, etc. This is the way the world works. And the left is trying to tell us, no, that's not the way the world works. That's simply an oppressive lifestyle that you have adopted. And-
0: Except that that oppressive lifestyle, what they call as an oppressive lifestyle, is what has uh, kept civilization surviving. Oh, I don't know, forever. <laughs>
6: you know? Yeah. Uh, well, it, it's true. So, so the the cultural homelessness, the crime, the vandalism—you know—all all of these things that are breaking our our system. It, it's almost the cloward pliven strategy, you know, where. Um, uh, we will bankrupt the system, and they're more than happy to bankrupt the system because we'll replace it with Marxism as a better way of life.
0: Well, you know what has concerned me about it, Well, oh, it, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Please finish your thought, then I'll I'll, I'll go where well, I was going. Well, I
6: was just going to go to it's It's the same. It's just another lie. It's a lie that somehow government can control our lives and control our lives. Our, uh, our property and our production resources and every facet of our life, whether we eat mealworms or crickets for dinner today instead of pork and beans, is uh, you know some genius thinks he knows the answer in this world view, this postmodern Democrat, you know. Uh, authoritarian worldview is incapable of solving the problems that are in front of us because they don't believe in truth, they have no logic or reason they 've got great marketing, but the marketing is all spreading the the manure as thin as possible or as thick as possible, yeah exactly the
0: landscape well and, and what concerns me though about the democratic marketing plans though is that everything they they 're doing breaks stuff, it breaks society, it breaks families it breaks civil society and where that becomes really dangerous is that uh, Democrats are very good at uh, at exerting power. And, and Everything is about power for its own sake. I mean, this is its own means, that kind of thing. What concerns me is that you p- throw enough disorder into a society, Senator, and then people start clamoring for the dictator in order to, you know, they always talk about, hey, we need to protect democracy, protect democracy. What the Democrats are doing is destroying democracy and actually ends up leading to the call for you know, the strong man. In fact, I'm trying to think, what was the, uh, I, I'm noticing they're talking about, was it Venezuela? Which, uh, I don't know if you uh, know, there's uh, some strong man got elected there. And uh, he ended up, uh, you know, uh, stopping the crime wave by uh, just putting everybody in jail. But it was kind of like by his decree, that sort of thing. Do the Democrats really want that, that kind of world? Because ultimately, if you don't have a peaceful society and you continue to just break it and bring more disorder into it, People clamor for the strongman. And then, then you're really in trouble.
6: Well, what and what what they're hoping for is when the dust settles, they will be the king on with the crown on the head, you know, that they'll be the ones ruling the day.
0: Yeah. You know, rather than ha, ha 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 I strongman now, line up against wall as I shoot you, comrade. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
6: yeah like a
3: like yeah. a stalin hey, i
6: I do have a little bit of good news you know we we've been talking in in, in the past and th- this morning you were talking about measure one thirteen Brian Bowquest and I are in front of the ninth district federal circuit court on Friday for oral arguments on our civil rights case, which is our right to free speech our right of conscience our right to um uh, to, you know, seek alternatives to the. Uh,
0: In other words, denying of quorum, denial of quorum is a speech issue here.
6: That's right. That's okay. right. It, it, so the Supreme Court, the state Supreme Court measure, you know, what, what where they came back with this kind of little ludicrous, um the text is capable of supporting the secretary of state's interpretation well the, if it is capable of supporting that that also means it's not capable of supporting that or it's capable of supporting the other option b mm-hmm. instead of the option a and so that that was just the most pathetic or, reasoning coming out of the supreme court that i've ever seen seven to zero tells you how far down the chute we are
0: Yeah, i would agree so we'll find out what happens how now is that something where they rule from the bench on friday or do we have to wait for it
6: it's a it's a three judge panel and uh it'll be oral arguments they're supposed to come back with their opinion um by march 1st
0: all right well, that's so, uh, hopefully some good news. We'll see what happens. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you, and this is kind of you know connected with uh, with Measure One Thirteen. Well, it is connected with Measure One Thirteen, is that they've done everything possible. They being the uh, the state public employee unions, of course, that uh, pushed Measure One Thirteen. And uh, and and once again fooled the a good portion of the Oregon electorate to vote for it under the guise of doing their job. While I do find it interesting that the uh, public employee unions will never give up their right to not work and get paid, right? You know the strike, the right to strike. I find that interesting, but uh, it it
6: it is it it, it's just you know it's hypocrisy, chicanery. Yeah, but you
0: can expect it. It's a democratic operative. Okay, that's just the way that goes, but. Okay, but I wanted to get to this here quickly, because I, I, we're going to run out of time. Is that they've done everything possible to politically kill you and Thatcher and Bolquist and all the rest of the senators who denied quorum? You have nothing to lose at this point. You know, they the claim right now is that you don't, uh, you can't, you know, you can't walk out without losing your right to reelect. Okay, fine, walk out. Could you reserve that? Right. Could you actually do that? What can they do to you? They can't do a thing. They can't touch you if they have if these ridiculous bills that are being pushed right now come up.
6: Right. And so you're right. Regardless of what happens, the the public there in Jackson County should realize uh, Diane Linthicum has been on the job for the past eight years Mm Uh, knows the um, the the constituents in all three counties, uh, Klamath, Deschutes, and Jackson County, extremely well. Is more than capable of handling her own and uh, putting up the good argument for conservative values. So. What what they are setting up, though, and what we don't have is we don't have the political will within, you know, because there's there's 12 of us, you know, there's 13, you know, in opposition to the 17 Democrats and that we didn't even have the opposition last time when we really had them right where we wanted them. Uh, All right. So, okay,
0: I just want to cut to the chase then these people. I just want to cut to the chase then. There is not political will within the Republican senators to walk on anything.
6: Last time, you know, the the senators came waddling back in, hoping for grace from the big chief. And I I didn't come back. Thatcher never came back. Boquist never came back. Mm We 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 held the line. And and were willing Robinson and was right there along with us and we stayed out to try and stop the cultural revolution that's happening right in our midst. And so the other Republicans, if they still have if they still haven't found that will, they didn't find it during that twenty twenty-three battle, they're not gonna pick it up during this short session. And okay. they're going to go marching back in and get sucked up by the vacuum cleaner again.
0: All right, I, I, well, listen, I didn't mean to put you on the spot there, but it sounds like there there wouldn't be enough support for it anyway. Okay, I think that's a reasonable answer. Then there's no point in walking out. All right, uh, what I did want to touch you on uh, touch on here is that uh, are you on education?
6: no i 'm not uh it, the the uh, part of jackson county uh in up up there in the um northeast corner where uh emily mcintyre is she's she 's the other representative in my district werner Reshke's over in Klamath. Uh, Emily is on this side of the hill. OK, so she, and-
0: she must be on, she's on education. We'll have to talk with her. I, I'm not real impressed with what I've uh, some of the stuff I've seen coming out of the McIntyre uh, campaign or just the, you know, the rep uh, office, just in my opinion. But we'll have to talk with her about this, because I don't know if you're familiar with Senate Bill 1583, since it's not in your committee. But this is one. That would uh, prohibit discrimination against uh, or when selecting textbooks, instructional materials.
6: Oh yes. Yeah. So
0: essentially, what this is is that the state would take over, and we're and and in other words, you'd, you'd be they'd be requiring the textbooks that the o, that the uh, that the state of Oregon wants you to have, and this would kill what little power is left in a local school board and you know damn well it's going to be uh, everything from the alphabet mafia shoved into the schools you couldn't do anything against that is what well, this would do. This,
6: you know, the, the, the public ought to be get, getting tired of this. This is, we all, all of our lives, we have thought local rule was cool. We've thought that local school boards are nice. We can participate, yeah. we can help, we can contribute, et cetera, et cetera. Now, uh, as the Democrats get more and more power, what they love is the single authoritarian. It comes from on high and it's a hammer that comes down and forces everybody into the domain that they've set out for you. And so, again, they're trying to take over local school boards by forcing the State Department of Education to be in control of your local school board so you can't say, I don't want that nasty book on our bookshelf. I don't want that being taught to my third grader be, and, and even at that point, what they'll say is, oh, we don't teach it to third graders. We wait until they're fourth grade. Oh, that makes and, it all. It
0: and, makes it perfectly OK to uh, to bring the perverts into the uh, school system. It, it, <laughs> okay. right. All right. All right. But this I just wanted to keep an eye on that one. I know it's not your committee, but I just wanted to ask you about this.
6: And I think I actually I'm a board member for parents rights in education. And so I may put that into a newsletter because it's a big enough issue and it's important enough um, item that the public ought to be aware of what these clowns in uh, the state legislature are trying to do. And I don't mind calling them uh, you know, by that kind of name, it sounds derogatory. But at some point, somebody's going to have to say, "Wait a minute! What in the world are you doing? And why do you think this is an appropriate? Given, you know, and and there, there, there is no le- uh, what? All I say, there's no valid justification for it from a logic or reasoning perspective." Or from a results perspective, the only thing they've got going is from an authoritarian legal perspective. They want to make it law. They want to have the power. They want control. So at some point, I don't know how else you address these individuals.
0: Yeah, because uh, essentially I'm at the point now where if Democrats want it, you don't. (laughs) Because you just just see (laughs) by and and that's why i'm not i'm telling people not to overthink such power grabs like the charter changes in josephine uh, that they're going to be voting on in jackson you know democrats want it you don't okay just because you can see what they have done to every other aspect of the state and it's not really all that hard and i do wish more of your republican colleagues would have figured that reality out senator i know you figured it out there but i don't think a lot of other people have do you agree or not with me on that
6: well, well, yeah, we we're fighting that battle right now. the uh, the the Republican caucus office sent a newsletter. These Republicans support Abbott, and they left off Boquest. They left off Lynnticum. They left off Robinson. <laughs> they left off Thatcher. And so why did they send this letter like oh all the republicans in Oregon support Abbott and then leave all of us
0: off. Well apparently uh, you you people that actually stand for real principles are, are a little embarrassing to them or maybe it just embarrasses them that they weren't you. And well, so they're trying to polish up some 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 conservative bona fides that they don't really have.
6: Well yeah, that's exactly it. So it's again the a marketing scheme.
0: Mm-hmm. So, Boy, marketing uh, schemes on both sides of the aisle there, Senator. Hey, I appreciate the call. I know you got to get into the day. When do they actually call the uh, session to order? What time do they normally do that?
6: Well, uh, we, we have... Right now, we don't have floor sessions every day. We all have committees that start at different times. Okay. My, um, my committee today doesn't start for a while yet, so I can come on Wednesday. I couldn't come. We we talked about conspiracy theory Thursday, but I can't do it on Thursday because my meetings start too early.
0: All right. Even though uh, everything that's going on there is a conspiracy theory of sorts. All right. Right, right. Senator, uh, good talk as always. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you next Wednesday during the session. Okay? Thank you very much.
6: Y- y- Okay.
0: State Senator Dennis Linthicum. This is KMED, KMED HD1, Eagle Point, Medford. KCMD Grants Pass at 99.3 FM. Translator K294 AS Ashland. Bill Meyer with Charisse from no Wires Now. So glad I switched to DISH.
1: And if your listeners have Direct TV or cable TV, they're paying too much.
0: And you made it easy to switch. Plus, I got the Hopper DVR and DISH's very cool voice-activated remote.
1: Call today. Tell me what you have, how much you're paying, and I think you're going to
3: love DISH. I'll even help you lower your existing internet and cell phone bill.
0: Call Charisse like I did. 541-680-5875. NoWiresNow.com. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Internet and cell phone service are not provided by DISH.
4: Another satisfied customer
5: of Stephen Westfall Roofing, Inc. I just wanted to say how pleased we are with our new roof. All of our workers were friendly, efficient, and hardworking. From the initial phone call to the install... I feel Chester gave me great advice on the perfect roof for our home. Many of my neighbors have already told me how nice our new roof looks and how fast it went up. I was very pleased with the cleanup as well. I will highly recommend Stephen Westfall Roofing to anyone. Thanks again. William Colson, Eagle Point, Oregon. CCB number 230804
4: one of each Soul VIN 909407 MSRP 21615 3500 due Sportage VIN 69157 MSRP 3390 4399 due 10k miles per year 0 security deposit all incentives and discounts to dealer plus tax title license 150 registration processing fee trading in a vehicle will not eliminate your debt naked, equity applied to new loan balance ends 22924 with brand new Kia starting at 149 a month it's time to get more in 24 at Kia Medford more savings more selection more for your trade rush in now get a new 2024 Kia Soul LX automatic just one Forty nine a month lease for a new 2024 Kia Sportage LX all-wheel drive. Only $199 a month lease, both for 24 months. Ready to get out of your current lease or loan? Once we make a deal, we'll pay off your trade no matter how much you owe. Need credit? Go to kiamedford.com to get pre-approved in less than 30 seconds with no effect on your credit score. Get more in 24 with Souls $149 a month. Sportages, $199 a month at Kia Medford. Click kiamedford.com. When Cynthia came to
5: TurboTax, she had just launched her new side gig, a true crime podcast.
4: I'm a first-rate detective with a golden voice.
5: As her TurboTax expert, I made her second income count by guaranteeing 100% accurate filing and her maximum refund.
4: <clears throat> what did she do with that refund? Find out next week.
5: Switch to Intuit TurboTax and make your moves count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live.
4: Honestly, provocative talk radio on the Lars Larson Show. Nikki
3: Haley is a candidate
4: who's running only because establishment Republicans, the big money donors, decided they want her to knock Donald Trump out of the running. It's not going so well because the latest poll show, Haley is behind Donald Trump in her own home state of South Carolina by about 26 percentage points. And Trump has majority support in the upcoming primary. Lars, catch him live noon to three on KMED and KMED.
5: Welcome back to the Bill Meyer Show, 106.3 KMED, 99.3 KCMD.
0: All right, we'll grab a few calls before news. I'm running a little bit behind here, but we're also going to be talking some agriculture with our agricultural Sherpa, Glenn Arshambo. always a very thoughtful man. We got to, uh, hey, Minor Dave, uh, over in the Iron Gate. How much snow you got there, buddy? What do you say?
3: Uh, about an inch, but it's coming down pretty good. Uh, good. And I want to thank you for having uh Dennis, listen come on I really love that man if I could vote for him my word
0: Yeah I I think uh well you know guns. you're not going to be allowed no one will be allowed to vote for him uh, because of the uh, measure 113 but uh yeah interesting point uh, I I certainly agree with you about loving that man okay Uh Gene's here Hey Gene you wanted to talk with him I didn't take calls during uh, Dennis's call but uh, that had to do with uh Some of the perversion being pushed in the government school system. What have you been hearing? And I I know you want to keep the employees of the system anonymous so they don't get uh, fired. But what was going on? It was an interesting story.
6: Okay,
4: in the second grade, without parental permission, the kids watched a cesarean. Why did they need to know about a cesarean? And why in the first grade do they have to know the penis, penis and the vaginal?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. Uh, well. Because Democrats are running the system right now, apparently, Gene. Uh, but no, want to be dictators. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No pun intended. Appreciate the call. Thank you for that. Uh, let's talk with Steve in Sunny Valley. Steve, go ahead and take it away. Uh, something on your mind? Go ahead.
2: Yeah. Uh, my
1: question is: Don't doesn't don't all the voters that voted for Dennis have standing
0: in a court because they've been disenfranchised by? Another district? You know that's really interesting. There, there probably would uh, could be a case to be made. There would have to be. You have to be damaged first. You know how that goes. They have all these rules of procedure, and, and I'm saying this not as a attorney. All right, I just talk to attorneys and I try to. And sometimes I scratch my head over this stuff, Steve. There is and a then, there is a case to be made that yeah, maybe voters themselves could actually uh, petition a court. But then it's the same corrupt court that just uh, you know affirmed it. Just a, you know, a few days ago. So, hmm. so
1: my my other comment is uh, in 2000, I worked for American Airlines as a mechanic. And uh, the the pilots had a sick out because they were working way too much overtime. Right. And the courts in New York found it illegal and they fined them $135 million. And this is very similar to what the senator says. They walked out for a reason. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. the pilots union said, we're not going to pay that. The next time they want something, our first, our first demand is that they take off that fine. Mm-hmm. All the senators have to do is walk out until they change the rules.
0: But they, they would have. have the but there, there would have to be have enough to, to actually stop it. And there doesn't. And according to what Dennis was saying, there's not political will. There's not agreement yeah. there.
1: Yeah, they they just need to grow some testicular fortitude.
0: Well, I would imagine though that there are some that are uh, looking to stick around in different capacities and. Uh, happy to serve certain masters, maybe they end up getting appointed to the Northwest Power Commission or some other cushy job. You know, that's how uh, uh, some of that uh, goes on, unfortunately. It's human nature. Okay. Just, yeah. yeah just, now, Dennis is not one of those people. Art Robinson, not one of those people.